Hello and welcome back to Motherhood Interrupted. I am your host, Kimberly Levy. You guys, I'm so glad that you love this new brand that we created together and that we're creating. I'm so happy this resonates and welcome to those of you that have not been here before. Welcome. This is your safe haven to hang out with other moms and just to talk about all different things. We're going to catch up on kind of what I've been up to, what's been happening on in the Lovey household lately. It's been like literally a whirlwind, you guys. And um, I also wanted to talk to you guys today about how to be a supportive mom to friends that may have a child that's in an activity that is, you know, the child might not be thriving in that activity. So being a supportive mom friend and being a supportive just a supportive parent to other children, I think is something that is super, super important. And I never hear anyone talk about it. I don't understand. So you guys know, or if you don't know, I I love shedding light on topics that I feel like are important that nobody else seems to be talking about that it just perplexes me. So you'll find that I talk about things that I feel like we should be talking about and then no one tells you anything. And it's why is no one talking about this? So yes, we're going to talk about how to be a supportive mom friend and how to support children that are not your own. There's always conversations about how to be the best mom to your child, but I rarely hear about how to be supportive to other people's children. So with that, let's dive in. Hey guys. So how are you? I feel like we've all been kind of connected on Instagram, but it's just like not giving us the full scoop. So I'm going to fill in the gaps. All right. I'm going to rewind. Let's catch up. Catch up time. Last Friday, on Friday morning at 4.30 in the morning, Carter woke me up not feeling well. I'm like, oh, great. So he had a slight sore throat, slight temperature. And so I kept him home and Charlotte was fine. She went to school. So I keep Carter home and throughout the day, his temperature is climbing and climbing and climbing to the point where it was 104.6. So I immediately call one of my three pediatricians. Yes, I have three pediatricians. One is our main one in the city that we've had. So we had Carter, our first baby. And then I have the other two that I kind of use more as like our urgent care. And I have two of them because with three kids, I found that I can't always get into a pediatrician. And so having the two, I always can get into at least one of the two. And I can tell you this, it's rare that I get into both. So I usually have to reach out to two of them to get into one. So it's actually been a really good working strategy. Now, I do want to share that one of our friends that goes to school with us was like, uh, why don't you join our practice because it's concierge. So there's something to be said about that. But anyway, we digress. Right now, I feel like we've already committed to three different offices and I feel like we've got enough, but it's definitely something to consider for the future. All right, enough of that. So anyway, long story short, I end up getting Carter into the pediatrician. And of course, it was going to be a very busy week. And so this is kind of happening and we were supposed to, so this weekend was a lot going on. I had my USC MBA 10 year reunion. I had Brian and I actually had invited friends out to this event, a whiskey tasting and a bunch of our friends were going and it was one of those things where you pay for a ticket and it's a dinner and it's a whole thing. We'd been playing this for probably six or seven weeks. 
So it was something we were super excited about. And that was going to be our Friday night out because we've been really trying to make time for us to go out. And we've never really been great at that. And so it's become something that since we've had a nanny, we've been able to start to do. And okay, so then Saturday, we were going to have Charlotte's soccer game. We had two birthday parties. And then, oh, we had, sorry, we actually had two soccer games that we were supposed to do. And I'll tell you about something related to that in a second. But two soccer games, two birthday parties, and then my sister-in-law's birthday party at our house. So it was just, there was a lot. You get the picture. It was one of those weekends where it was going to be full. All right, so I'm telling you all this because of Nanny Gate. Yes, I'm going to tell you about what happened with our nanny. All right, so we got this fabulous nanny. I'm not going to name her. Fabulous nanny. And long story short, she ends up quitting on us. Actually, there was way more to it, but I'm going to spare all the painstaking details. But basically what happened was first at on Friday morning, I get a text message uh, that I'm not coming. And it was an hour and a half before the shift was supposed to start. And I'm like, oh, what happened? Are you sick? Like, can you please call me? So I call her, no answer. Don't hear anything from her for like many hours. And like, I had just seen her a couple days before and we had all gotten over this cold. So I didn't think she was sick. I was pretty confident she wasn't sick. And also if she was sick, she would have said, I can't come because I'm sick. So anyway, cut to 1245. Carter's home. I have both the kids and Carter. So I have, you know, London and Carter. And I am dealing with Carter being sick. He throws up on the floor. It's just one of those days. Like, he's just not doing well. I don't have help. And anyway, it was just, it was not good. So all the while in the background, I'm like, what is happening with this nanny? Like, why did I just get ghosted? I'm just, I'm getting really confused about this. And also, I am like realizing, oh my God, tonight is the night that we were going to host all these people. And like, we had a driver set up. We had all this stuff all ready for our parents' night out. So I was like, now what are we going to do? Because I can't just back out or cancel that easily because there's all these people that are expecting us to like take them to this event. So anyway, that was sort of like obviously in the far background, but I'm like thinking, okay, I got to deal with that too. So anyway, Carter's sick. I get him into the pediatrician. Before we go to the pediatrician, I finally, like six hours later, hear back from the nanny. And she's like, oh, uh, I, I'm so sorry. I couldn't, or she didn't even say I'm sorry. She said, I couldn't come today because I had something to do early in the morning. I'm like, uh, okay, like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> first of all, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm like, okay, great. So like, what do you mean you couldn't come? You had something early to do in the morning. Like she had to be here, by the way, at 10. So it's not like she had to be here at 7 a.m. So I'm like, okay, if you have to go do something, like get your oil changed in your car, you can go do that. Like, wait, what? So it just was this confusing interaction. And all she said back was, yeah, so I couldn't come today because I had to do something early in the morning. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Bless. So that was that. Okay, I take Carter to the pediatrician. I get him COVID and flu tested. I texted all the moms in our circle to see what was going around because I know that everybody's kids have had something, as we all know. And it's just a, an exercise of which thing does my kid have and who in his close friend circle has the same thing and et cetera. And so basically nobody had COVID, no one had the flu. And I had also COVID tested Carter and he didn't have COVID and we had gotten the flu shot two weeks ago. So anyway... I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take him to the pediatrician 
and make sure he doesn't need an antibiotic or anything like that, but also COVID and flu test him because if he has either one of those, I want to be able to alert the other moms. And also, if he has the flu, then the Tamiflu Tamiflu is supposed to help and like ease symptoms. So he throws up once. He now has a high fever. We take him into the pediatrician. He's negative for COVID and flu. He just has some other virus. Okay, so that's that. Oh, and I forgot to mention, and Friday afternoon, we had a play date with Charlotte's soccer team. And so anyway, like I said, we were like double and triple booked all weekend, which by the way, I love after coming out of COVID, like I'm such an extrovert and I absolutely love hanging out with all these wonderful people. And I've met so many awesome people in the last like couple of years. It's just been like fantastic to get to go out. And um, anyway, so Brian ends up having to leave work a little bit early and picking up Charlotte and took her to her play date. I have London and Carter, like we're dividing and conquering. And then as far as the event that night, I'm like, well, I have, I'm going to stay with the kids. And also Carter's sick. Like, I don't want to leave my child anyway, let's be honest. So Brian ends up going to the event by himself, which I feel bad because it's all couples. So anyway, but he held down the fort. He, he just did the most. He had the most fun. And I'm so jealous because all of our friends were there and it just sounded like a blast and he sent like one picture of the food and I was like oh my god that looks amazing but a small part of me was like oh great I don't have to like be like the hungover soccer mom tomorrow I can be like spry you know okay so 5 p.m comes around and nanny gate continues I get a phone call Mrs. Kim I quit I'm like what what do you mean you quit? What are you talking about? We're so nice to you. How could you quit? Why are you quitting? And I realized there's no two weeks notice here either, by the way. So it just really hurt my feelings. And I feel like this is something nobody talks about. And maybe it's because a lot of the people with nannies ha- like are working and they're busy and they don't get that emotionally involved. But when people come into our home, you guys, like when you come in our home and you work technically for us, but I like to say when you work with us, you're a part of the dream team. You're like you're important in our lives. Like you're like family. We treat you like you are literally family. You know, we feed you like your family. We ask you about your life like you are family. And so I become very close. Anyone that's ever worked here, like been at our house and worked with us, like you know that this is definitely the case through and through. And we really value the people that come into our home and help us because I mean, it's, it takes a lot. It takes the village, all the things, but it really genuinely like, like I need these people, you know? And so we respect them like we need them because we need their help. And we only hire people that are like very warm and kind hearted and like want to be with us and like want to be there and aren't there just to like make a dollar. So just having someone there that like adds good vibes is so important in our home. And I will not hire somebody that I can tell is in it just to make money because I want someone to come in our home and bring like good energy and I want them because I try and give out really good energy and so I really want to like enhance that vibe and I want people to come to our home and want to be there that's like huge if if I sense that someone's there and they don't want to be there I'm like okay this is not this is not good I always want someone and by the way this applies if you're working and you get to hire people like I think it's so important to be working with people whether you're stay-at-home mom or a working mom I think one of the most important traits of having somebody on your team is having someone that truly wants to be there it's not even like oh the airport test do we like them like yes of course that's so important but it's not even that it's more like their spirit like 
their spirit needs to be in alignment with the vibe of like hopefully a really good team. And so anyway, all that to say, it just really hurt my feelings. It sounds ridiculous. I feel like it does sound a little bit dramatic, but it it really genuinely, like I honestly was like upset because I'm like, wow, I just poured into this person and like felt like they loved being here and we were doing the most for this person and offering everything we possibly could to this person. And we had travel plans with this person and they're taking care of my baby. Like what more precious and sacred is that? Like there's nothing more precious and sacred than like trusting somebody to take care of your baby. You know, it's like, it's a really big deal. I feel like to have a nanny in your home supporting you and working with you and you know being by your side and it's also like your co-pilot like it's somebody that's out there really running your house with you so it's just tough to kind of feel that level of betrayal unexpectedly and have someone just peace out on you speaking of which nelly just walked in that was the background noise love her anyway nelly understands so she's been with us for five years nelly She's adorable. I literally love her. She's like five feet and she's literally saves my life on a daily basis. Nellie's our cleaning lady. Also, just FYI, if you didn't know that. Anyway, we digress. So that was Nanny Gate. Felt really bad. And then cut to like later in the weekend, I was receiving calls and text messages from the nanny, essentially like backtracking, backpedaling and begging for her job back, which was incredibly confusing, especially the way it was presented. It just, you know, very nonsensical and like, I don't know. I just, it was just, the whole thing was confusing and disappointing. So anyway, all that to say, I'm gonna move on from Nannygate. So motherhood interrupted the entire weekend because obviously I didn't have any help and I'm we're very scheduled and have a lot on our plates. And so it kind of posed a lot of problems. And then of course you add Carter being sick and et cetera. All right. So then the next morning, Saturday morning, is Charlotte's last soccer game. Oh my God. We had the best team the best number one best team ever and I say that not in terms of skill although I will say we were undefeated I'm not even kidding these girls crushed crushed it they were so impressive these little girls I can't even tell you guys they're five okay but anyway um we just had such a good group of parents and the family that we had the Madden family who it was the grandfather and the father coaching and then the grandmother and the mom were like the support team. And then they have all these sisters and like, they're iconic. These people are the best people possible. So anyway, and then all the other parents were just, there was not one parent or a family that didn't belong. Like it was such a great team and it was so inspiring and so fun every week. And I'm like, I'm literally in that soccer hangover where this week on Wednesday, where we normally have our practices, I'm going to be like depressed, like, wait, I can't go see my friends. So anyway, we had our last soccer game, Purple Planet, shout out. They're brilliant. Like it was, it was awesome. And by the way, last week I had hosted the, our like little pizza party for the team and Carrie went and got all the girls medals and it was just like, and then of course I was like thanking the coach and started crying, which I was trying not to cry. Now I feel like I'm going to cry just telling you guys about it because he was the grandfather. He has four girls and he just knew how to coach those girls in a way that truly built their skill and their confidence and he taught me so much as a parent like he taught me not to reward the outcome to to reward the effort I thought that was incredible 
And he would do it and apply that and you would watch him coach. And it was just transformative. Like when you get to have that kind of exposure to parents that are really experienced, like seasoned parents that can really impart that kind of wisdom, it's just beautiful. And it's so, it like takes my breath away because it's just like, wow, this guy like came out of retirement and, you know, coaching all four four of his girls and came out and did it for his granddaughter. And it was just, I don't even have words. It was, it was awesome. So anyway, shout out to Purple Planets because you guys are literally have my heart. I'll never forget this team in my whole life. Like so beautiful, so awesome. So it was Saturday morning. Brian, by the way, did not make it to that game because he had a little bit too much fun the night before without his wife. (laughs) Keep in mind, I fell asleep at 9 p.m. that night on Friday night and called him. I woke up at 1130. I'm like, where's my husband? So I called him. He's like, hey, babe. We're at bogeys. Like, they, <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, so fun. So fun. Like, they after party. It was, it was great. It, and Brian needed it. He had a long week. So he really needed to have, like, a fun night out. And he was like, oh, I wish you were here and all that stuff. And I guess he found me some mom friends that I got to connect with. And it was, it was really cute. So anyway, so that was Saturday. And then we were supposed to have our – so now we have a new soccer team. So Carter wanted to start soccer. But he's – I don't know. I don't know if he's going to love it. And so I didn't want to commit to a whole season. So now they're doing like a short season with a different organization. And so Charlotte is actually going to join. So he was sick. So it turned out that we didn't end up having to run from Charlotte's game to then soccer, soccer, you know, the next team because the season overlapped for a minute. So then we ended up coming home, me and Charlotte changing quickly and then going to Mr. Griffin's birthday party, which my one of my best friends, Cassandra, she is, ugh, she's, I love her. Like, ugh, she's such good people. But anyway, her and Blake, their son Griffin had this adorable birthday party and all of our friends from our old school was were there. And you guys, it felt like going home. It was so nice to see all of our friends and their kids and all the moms and like we are just belly laughing and like tears running down my face because we were having so much fun it made me miss my old crew so badly like because you know we're at a new school now and it really really like felt so good to be with my friends where it was just effortless and there was like 10 moms and then of course I was getting like life coaching from Scott my friend Gina's husband like it's just so nice when you're friends with not only the moms but also the dads and you can connect with them it's like you know when there's just really good people all around it's just there's nothing like that okay so that was that birthday party it was honestly awesome it was awesome to be there and my friend Cassandra did the best job like she literally could be a professional party planner she's she's just so talented like they had t-shirts and oreos and all just there were so many details i could literally go on and on about the details of that party but it was basically like a professional had done their party and she did it all she's just she's incredible i don't even know how she does that and she like is one of those people that is so good at it and she loves it you know and it's like you feel like being like can you plan our party because you're just so good so anyway happy birthday to griffin he and his little sister's name is london and so we call her london the original because we ended up naming our daughter london and we're like it's because we love your london so much because she's just the sweetest little girl too oh my god you guys don't even know she's like adorable so anyway so that was that party and then saturday night we ended up canceling my sister-in-law's birthday party we were gonna do a pajama party and we ordered her cake and 
all this stuff and it was her birthday shout out to jessica and we were hosting it at our house and then we had to cancel it because carter was sick we didn't want to get anyone else sick so that was a bummer and then she had to she hopped on a plane the next day to travel so we really couldn't make it up so that was a little bit a little bit of a bummer okay and then sunday carter looked at me and he's like i need to get out of this house and thankfully he woke up no fever and he hadn't had a fever since like later Saturday afternoon, thank God. So then by like midday Sunday, technically 24 hours fever free, he's like, I need to get out of this house. I'm like, okay. So he's like, let's go golfing. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So we went to the driving range. The kids were waiting for London to get up. She literally sleeps for an hour and 35 minutes. Of course, when we want her to be up, she's like doing the most with her nap. And um, the kids were so cute. They packed up like a little roller bag of like all their snacks, their water, all like their jackets, everything they could need. And I had no idea because I was getting ready really quickly and they'd like put it all together and they were just so excited to like go out and play together. And so we did the driving range and look, bless, we need some lessons. Okay. I don't know which one's worse, my tennis game or my golf game. They're both, I mean, guys, seriously not good. And I'm not one of those people that I'm just saying like, I'm just saying that to be like humble. No, like I actually like really am not good. Although I will say I did have a couple of good hits on my golf swing, which was super exciting but yeah so that was fun my mom came with us and we went to the 19th hole and we ate there and then my mother-in-law okay this kind of goes back to the nanny gate so my mother-in-law she had ended up tripping on one of her walks with her girlfriends and fractured two of her fingers so she can't help me with the baby and she helps twice a week so I'm out a nanny and I'm out the main grandmother that like helps I mean my mom helps too by the way but my mother-in-law will come in and like fully take over and I can like leave and yeah. So, and she clean, she helps me clean. She'll like run loads of laundry. She just does every, she's so amazing. She helps cook. So does my mom. But anyway, so now I'm down. I'm like really short staffed over here. It's rough. It's rough guys. So then to round out our Sunday, after I took the kids out all day, I went and dropped them off, got my nails done, and kind of mid-nail appointment, I get a a phone call from my mother-in-law, and she said, Carter wants to talk to you. I'm like, okay. Carter gets on the phone. He's bawling that daddy and him and Charlotte, they were playing hockey in the backyard, and somehow Brian hit the puck into Carter's lip. So Carter's screaming and crying that his lip is bleeding and swollen and puffy and hurts. And he wants me to come home right away. So I rush home, check him out, call my sister who's a doctor. I'm like, what do I do? And she's like, does it need stitches? I'm like, I have no idea. I don't think so. She's like, well, is it still bleeding? I'm like, I don't, I mean, yeah, it is a little bit, but I didn't think he needed stitches, but he was just kind of a little bit hysterical. So anyway, She's like, have Brian take him to urgent care and make sure he doesn't need stitches. I'm like, oh, God. So that's what Brian does. An hour later, he calls me. He's like, he doesn't need stitches. He can eat, you know, et cetera. And actually, I'm glad that they went to urgent care because Carter calmed way down after hearing from the doctor and the doctor said he can go to school and all that good stuff. So, you know, just rounding out that Sunday with a little bit of extra flair and drama because we didn't have enough this weekend. Fabulous. So 
Needless to say, I sadly did not make it to my 10-year reunion for USC Marshall School Business, but shout out to all of those people that did make it or that graduated from the program with me in 2012, Corby, what? And um, yeah, I hope you guys all had a great time and I'm so sad that I missed y'all. Okay, next thing I want to talk to you guys about. So this is something that I feel like we should be talking about and nobody talks about it and it's really interesting. So you know when you're at like sporting events or extracurricular activities and usually like sometimes your child is the one that is the worst at something or they're struggling and for example, basketball, we've been on that end where it's just been really tough on us. And then sometimes your kid is like the star player, which has been more like soccer. So it just really kind of depends on the sport, I feel like, and like your child. And like everybody has a season and we're at that age where everyone's just kind of experimenting and trying to all different sports and all different activities to figure out what really suits their family and their child best. And so that process can be really painful. And by the way, if you have not heard Basketball Moms with me and my friend Ashley, you definitely should go listen to that episode because we talk all about what happened with our kids when we were trying to do basketball for the first time. And it was tricky. I'll just leave it there. But go check out that episode. It's highly entertaining. Thank you, by the way, Ashley, for coming on. That was super fun. Um, Okay, so I kind of highlighted a couple tips that I think are important for like how can you be supportive not just of your child but of your friend's kids. So here's what we need to be doing as parents in my opinion when you are trying to be supportive of other people and their children. Number one you should try and be supportive of other people and their children because we're all out there as parents trying to figure this out and it can be very challenging. Like if your kid's not good at something and they're out there in front of everybody, it can be embarrassing and it can be very like upsetting as the parent. And I've definitely walked that walk many times. Okay. So I can speak to this from both angles. And so I really think it's important to talk about. So I think it is super important to be in tune with your friend's children and watch them and be supportive. So if your friend's children are not good at something, you should always be cheering them on and you should always remind your friend of the time that your child was not great at something, okay? It's really important that you relate to them so that they don't feel bad. And then you can also give them tips on what to say to the kids if the kids are upset or they're not wanting to go to the game or the practice having a friend at the game or the practice has been huge for us and so like when the kids don't want to go to one of the activities then saying oh well you know Jaden's going to be there and he's going to be expecting you or Cade's going to be there and he can't wait to see you and like give them that encouragement and reminder that their friends are there also with them and can't wait to see them that's really helpful to do that and so tell the other parent that right Also, when the child does something good, even if it's not as good as like the best player, like cheer that child on. So I think one of the best things during soccer that was so exciting was to see how all of the girls progressed. And so some of the girls came in and they were so shy. They were like crying at practice because they were that shy. And then come to like throughout the season, they're like playing defense where they kick the ball out. Okay, maybe they're still not the star player, but they're progressing. And cheering them on as if they are your child is so powerful. And like get excited about all these other kids' progress. I think it is so powerful when other parents see the good that your child's doing. And again, it goes back to rewarding that effort, not the outcome. And I just think that 
if you can really, really, you know, take video, point out how, oh my gosh, did you see she kicked it out? Or look at that defense or, oh my God, she stole the ball. She would have never done that before. That's incredible. Like, you know, and to really get excited about other people's kids and their progress, I think is so important. And it really builds that community and it helps the parents feel super supported when they're kind of, you know, just sitting there, maybe struggling watching their child and it's hard for the for them to be like wow my kid is not the best or not even good and this is very difficult to watch and when you're in when you're that parent it sucks it really is it bothers you as a parent it's very difficult every week to go and watch your kid get crushed so to have other parents be supportive and really truly excited for your child's progress is really a game changer and so don't be afraid to point out like how amazing this child did this week or like you know how they've come out of their shell or anything that you can say that's nice do it we need to be encouraging the parents as much as the kids and I think it can be really tricky and you know like I would literally get like teary when these girls would come out there and just you would see like each individual child like improving and again of course you always have your star player that's awesome you're you're always happy for that that child and you think it's so exciting and you should always cheer on that child just as much as the other child children out there that might not be as good but like just to see them go out there and you know try their best is just it's very powerful to observe that and you know just just send them videos send them videos if you see something great or if you can you know catch it on film because sometimes the parent needs that to show the child hey Amanda look at what a great play you made look at Mrs. Lovey captured this and we were all cheering you on look at how amazing you did and like the ch the kids need that kind of encouragement too so I guess I just wanted to point that out because I think when it's your child and your child struggling it really it's hard as a parent it really is hard just sitting there and sending a text afterwards like one of our friends like the child like was struggling in karate and the child did so well and like one little thing was off and then he ended up getting nailed for it it's like reach out to that parent and be like look we're so proud of your son we're so proud of your daughter like we see what effort they're doing and they did amazing like their kicks are incredible or like, Carter really is trying to be just like your son when he does this thing really make that effort because I'm telling you it goes a long way when your child leaves a sporting event and is upset or is crying because they had a rough time when somebody else reaches out and gives them that level of encouragement and support to you and your family it just makes you feel like oh good I'm not being judged and like I'm being supported and it just kind of makes that person feel like you know, they're in a community that's supportive of their child because our kids are learning. They're young still, most of our kids. And so the whole idea is that they're struggling. Like they, the struggle is where the growth happens. And I know Mr. B always says that in karate. And even as adults, I have to remind myself of that. So anyway, I hope that this was fun for you guys to listen in on. And thank you again for listening. And yeah, I hope that you feel like when you're here that you're, you know, just kind of catching up with a friend and that you can relate to so many of these stories. Cause I feel like when you're listening to a podcast, you're usually driving or you finally can take a deep breath and like have a break from kids or have a moment to yourself. And I hope it's entertaining and fun to listen to, maybe inspiring. And yeah, there's just so many people that have said how much they love the brand, the new brand. And that really means a lot because it's super important that you feel connected to this 
and connected to me and I feel connected to you. It's just nice to have that space. Please send this to somebody that can relate and please rate the podcast five stars. Please follow the podcast. We're on every single outlet out there. I appreciate you guys. I love all of you guys that are listening and you inspire me and I hope I do the same for you. So thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful week, mamas. Bye. All right. That is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. <laughs>